What's up, you guys? I'm Tracy Jones, and this is the Energy Academy. I feel so passionately about women, especially mothers, living life as their strongest, most vibrant, most grounded, most energetic self. That's what we do on this show. We talk about everything surrounding our physical, mental, and emotional energy. How can we create and manage our energy? What would my life look like if I was my most vibrant self? How would that affect the people that I love? Can I really be that girl? How are simple choices like what I'm going to wear tomorrow affecting my mental energy? This is a place where we question everything. This is a place where we create change. This is the Energy Academy. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because I have one of my best friends in the whole entire world on the podcast with me. Everybody, welcome to the show, Fallon Taylor. Hello. I'm so honored to be here. I'm so excited. And I have no idea what the topics are. So no. I'm really, really excited. We're spitballing it. Yeah, right? so I'm really excited. And it's this is kind of weird. We don't ever sit down and no. like stare at each other and talk to each other. <laughs> Things you don't do with friends. No. You never take pictures. No. You never, like, there's a lot of things you don't do. No. You don't, like, just sit down and have a casual lunch. No. Like, when you're real friends, you're just, like, in passing and, like, what's up? Yeah. You still killing it? You still, you still it? good? Yeah. Still you need good. me at 3 a.m.? Yeah. Call me. I'll there. be there. But I have my, um, talking about never taking pictures, you guys know this from Instagram. I have, last time we were at Disney. Ah, picture. I have one picture with every one of my friends. There are four of them. <laughs> and I made everybody line up in a line at Disney World and take a picture with me so that on their birthday, I would have, a I would have something to post. I'm going to have to use that picture. I'll send it to you. Thank you. I'll send it to you. It'll be like I'm our gonna get it from your friend group uh, picture. Fo- picture. Yeah. It's the only one we have. We have all, all picture. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm super excited though. So in case the listeners don't know you. Tell them just a little bit, obviously. Okay. And I'll link below in the show notes for you guys, your podcast with Ed Milet, because that you do a really good job of telling your whole story And the there. reason I got on Ed Milet's podcast was Tracy Jones. Isn't that wild? That's, it's the coolest thing. That is. A, and this is just a little sidebar. You guys, when you have like a little God whisper in your ear, listen to it because one day, this is so random. <laughs> It was on Valentine's Day, like whenever that, that had to be in like 2019. Yep, it was and I was at a rodeo, like about San Antonio. To, yeah, I was I think. about to make a run at San Antonio. Yep, that's right. And I just get this God whisper in my ear that says, You should DM Ed Milet on Instagram and tell him that he should have Fallon on the podcast. And like a few months later, I'm in Ed Milet's living room. Yeah. Like, he literally messaged what? me back on Valentine's Day. It was the craziest thing. But that, that episode is awesome. You guys got to go listen to it. But in case they don't know you, just give them a little synopsis of who you are, what you do, your so background. So I am an entrepreneur. I own a Western um, retail business. Um, we manufacture our own really unique Western brand of clothing. I'm the 2014 WPRA World Champion Barrel Racer, 2018 AQHA World Champion Barrel Racer. Um, I'm a mom and a wife, and I broke my neck in 2009. So I've kind of pioneered helmets in the industry that I'm in and um, taking helmets outside of the English industry and into the Western industry and trying to make that something that's really cool and just having safety at the forefront of doing something really extreme. So trying to do something extremely dangerous as carefully as possible. Yeah. And for, the, and for those of you guys that don't know, that Fallon is the reason that Peyton fell in love with barrel racing because Fallon and I met when Peyton was two. So she, Peyton doesn't really remember a time yeah. 
without me. And without she's nine. Me. She's nine. <gasps> and uh, we're recording this podcast after they just rode together. It's just yes. a really cool story. But Peyton thinks that the only way you ride a horse is with a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> because that's all she's ever known and seen. So it's pretty cool. But okay, so... I want to talk about, because one of my favorite things about you is that there are so many different versions of you and like in a really yes. cool way. So, and I mean, even just in the time that we've known each other, which has kind of been a long time yeah. now, but, um, like your story has evolved so much recently. Like brand is 17 months. Yep. And, um, he's going to be 18 months old next year. He's going to be 18 months old. That's a And then he's going to be 24 months old. And if I don't get this kid weaned. <laughs> Off the boob. It's going to be. It's weaning season, guys. It's not going it's good. It's not going well. It's not going well. He's a bit, you know what? He knows what he wants and he's, he does. He communicates very well. I'm very <laughs> proud of him for that. But one of the really cool things that it's been so cool to see you transition and journey into being a mom. How do you feel like, what do you feel like have been some of the biggest things that have changed for you or, you know, just some things that maybe caught you off guard going into that journey of being a mom. There's so many things about being a mom. There's so many phases of being pregnant to being a mom. And everybody just tells you, I think the thing is, is that the journey from start to finish mm -hmm. and just that, I mean, just pregnancy start to finish. Yeah. The journey takes so many t twists and turns yeah. that people are literally too overwhelmed to chip in and tell you actual breakdowns of parts. Yeah. So the majority of people will just be like, Enjoy it. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And that's a code word for a lot of crap's going to take place. Yeah. And you're totally. going to have to embrace the good parts. Yeah. Because I remember being pregnant and then watching someone be pregnant. Yeah. And that was really interesting for me because you get so wrapped up in the pregnancy and you tell everyone around you every detail yeah. about your pregnancy. Yeah. And everybody just looks at you like, you're so cute. Wait till the baby's here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and so I love it because all my friends were really excited. And yeah. You guys all helped me and, and talked me through various things of what was like similar to your pregnancies. Mm. And that was really great. Um, but you get so caught up in like, oh, I don't feel good today. I don't yeah. whatever. And you, yeah. you don't even realize that you are transforming. Yes. And so you are becoming someone else and yep. you don't know that that's what it, so you keep talking your way through it. Yeah. Because you don't realize what's happening. Yep. And then when the baby gets here, you don't realize how quickly you can compartmentalize certain things yep. and get things done. So I just the evolution of you as a person is the reason why I shudder when I hear people say, I'm just not the person right now that wants to have kids or I, and I respect it too. I respect sure, I respect sure. any I woman that doesn't want to do that. But when people say, I'm just not ready and they're, you know, the, nobody is. Nobody That's is. why it takes that, yeah. nine months. Yeah. Because you're not the same person. Yeah. pregnant that you are with a baby. Right. You're not, you're not the same person. Right. I watched another girl be pregnant and then be a mom and she's two different people. Like yeah. I just, just recently observed like that and it's so interesting. So the other thing that I think changes a lot and I think is really awesome to bring up for the Energy Academy is that um, you identify as a different person yeah. and you respect your body in a different way yeah. of this body created a child. So you're a lot less rude to yourself yeah and you give yourself so much more grace yeah which is uh, so important yeah oh this this body created a baby my body is still feeding a baby yeah how cool is that and I went through that a little bit in 2009 when I broke my neck of like in 2010 I was so proud of myself for being able to walk yeah being able to move my legs feed yourself being able to feed yeah. myself brush yeah. my own teeth like, yeah go to the bathroom by myself those yeah. are big things yeah so I was able to bring that same level of respect. The other thing that's really crazy is 
when I look back, I'm at 17 months and yeah. I, 17 months, I am feeling like myself. Yeah. And that's hard to say because I'm a new version of yep. myself, yep. but I'm an evolved version. Yep. But what I'm saying is I'm a person that can put a workout together yep. and a person that can make sure I make great food choices and yep. a person that doesn't feel guilty for eating a little bit more. I, I don't, I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to, I don't have time yeah. to feel guilty. Yeah. I, I have time to go, okay, I didn't make the right choice. I'm going to work a little harder. Absolutely. Or, you know, I, and also a person that watches how I talk about myself Yeah. because I'm surrounded by go ahead. gorgeous little girl, go Jesse's ahead. gorgeous little girl, yeah. my gorgeous little boy. And so we don't say the F word no. when we which pinch is ourselves, fat, which by is the fat. Way. Yeah. That's a four-letter word in our family. <laughs> so I don't, you know, we don't say that or we don't pinch pinch that stuff and look yeah. in the mirror and yeah. um, make derogatory claims about ourselves that just yeah. aren't true or aren't beneficial to our yeah. journey. So done a lot of evolving. Yeah. yeah. You know what's so cool is because we are, and we can get into this, we've recently decided to subject ourselves to a very intense... <laughs> a whooping. A whooping with the whoop. With the whoop. We're getting our asses whooped, whooped every day, and we chose it. So we're having a good attitude about it. Yeah. But one thing that um, I always want to like grab a new mom and like shake her and just say, because when they say, "I want to get my body back," what I just, you, what are you doing? No, what are you doing? You can't go backwards. You don't no. want to go backwards. Mm-hmm. You're a new person. You're yeah. a whole new being. Like you just did the most incredible thing on the planet you brought a life into this world there's no reason to go backwards do you know what i did i bought new jeans yeah you know my mediums weren't mediuming yeah <laughs> like this is weird my mediums weren't mediuming this no, is I was weird like, this is messed up um so i went up a size yeah and i quit you know the the 90s mom which is what i always bring up but the 90s yeah. mom keeps that pair of jeans it's yeah wishless jeans and they keep that just is like a that's like a token to shame you every day. It's staring at you in your closet. You walk in there and go, well, don't fit in those. Don't fit in those still. And there was a book I read called Spark Joy. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into, I believe, a, a Netflix series where this lady would go in and... Oh, this is the lady, the, the cleaning lady. Yeah, Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo. But the Sparking Joy was the book that she wrote. Yeah. And so you go through your whole house yeah. because there's bad memories attached to things. Yeah. And so I cleaned out my closet. So anyway, my mediums weren't mediuming and I was like... I'm going to get bigger jeans. I got bigger jeans and all of a sudden, guess what? I had to buy new jeans yeah. because I didn't have the guilt. And then my medium started mediuming. And here we go. Because I let go of all of that baggage. Yeah. And when I did that, my journey just took off. And it's so crazy to me that like women will just try to like shame themselves backwards after they have a baby. And I'm just like, don't do that. Like yeah. you don't. You don't need to get your body back. You don't need to bounce back. You didn't mm-hmm. leave. You didn't no. go anywhere. No. Like you... You just did one of the most incredible, like, physical feats. Yeah. No matter how you brought your baby into the world. Yeah. Like, our birth story is very different. Doesn't matter. I got my, I yep. tell Peyton all the time, I'm like, I kiss you whenever I want because they cut my body open with a knife and yep. pulled you out. And yep. she's like, oh my God. And then, <laughs> you know, you did, you had Brand in your living room. Yes. Unmedicated. And he was big. Yes. Like, and breach. And breach. Yeah. Came out booty first. Yeah. And, and it worked. And it worked. But either way, it's it's super hard. There's no easy way to have a baby. And healing from a surgery yeah. while taking care of a newborn blows my mind that yeah. I have friends that have done that. Like, yeah. I, I can't believe that you guys could heal from one of the biggest surgeries and not yeah. also feed a baby all night. I'll never forget when we got home from the hospital because all I wanted to do was lay in my own bed on yeah. my back. Yeah. So bad. I wanted to lay flat on my back and we finally get home and I have this precious little baby 
who at the time had black hair. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Did you know that about That's Peyton? wild because yeah, so did Brand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Um, and I laid flat in my bed on my back and it felt so good. And I laid there for like 20 minutes and then I wanted to get up and I couldn't yes. get up. Yes. And I cried for yeah. like an you hour. You to roll to your side. That's to... a broken neck thing too. You yes. got to roll to your side. You're just like, and oh then... my gosh, my yeah. body is like, but to come back from that, you guys, is a beautiful thing yep. to build a new body around that and to you know, build all new strength yeah. is a beautiful thing. You don't need to go backwards. You don't need to bounce back. That's something that always gets to me. And Absolutely. I, I think you've done such a beautiful Thank job you. with him of like, you've never tried to go back. I I'm so proud because we had fertility issues. So right. getting him was really hard. So I'm really proud of it. And yeah. also the thought process of, this body that somebody can say a belly is really cute. You know how cute the belly is when you're yeah. big and pregnant? Yeah. Why would I think of it differently when the baby's not in there? Yeah. And the other thing is that skin takes a long time to get tight. So in. long. It's the biggest organ in your body, it's you guys. Bi- it's And and I had, listen, hate me or not, but I had zero stretch marks. Yeah. I, zero, I didn't either. Zero, zero, zero. Yeah. And so I am being really patient. I mean, I'm talking about it. I'm like, hey, I really wish this would go down. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting more active and mm. my workouts are getting harder but I'm learning that what I'm looking at in the mirror is more of that skin yeah. than an actual, like a fitness thing. Yeah. So I'm just embracing the fact and cataloging and measuring what I'm doing, doing during the day and giving myself kudos yeah. for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. How do you feel like, because there's a lot going on here, yeah. um, you know, there are businesses, there are horses, there are Ba- there's a baby here that wants all of your time yes. and attention. So how do you, you have an amazing husband yeah. who has the baby right now He's doing great. on the tractor, yeah. we call it. He's <laughs> taking for a tractor ride so we can do this. What, um, like, how do you feel like with everything that's going on from like a mental standpoint, how do you feel like you handle yourself and keep it, you know, like what are some things that you do, some tactics that you use that you kind of, I don't know if you want to call it like keep it all straight, but right. keep from feeling overwhelmed or when you get overwhelmed, get yourself out of that state of mind. The very best thing that I've learned to do is say no yes. to things. That's yep. the very best thing. Set myself up for a win. Mm-hmm. So if I know that I'm overcommitted, mm-hmm. then my baby, that it just, it's a waterfall of like my yep. baby's going to get overwhelmed. Yeah. All sorts of things are going to go down the chute that, yeah. you know, the other thing is that we've adapted to, um, finding places to relax. Yeah. So find So yeah, you got to get up really early and that's the hustle and bustle of everything. Yeah. But we may be done with the day by three. Right. Where then we're going to like go ground in the front yard yeah. and we're going to do our workout and yeah. we're going to commit some time to each other. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've started doing really well with that and yeah. committing a lot more time to, between Alex and I yes. has been, a, we're starting to do that, which yeah. is really cool. Cause yeah. with a baby like brand, you know, we're, there's not one second we co-sleep yeah. and he's on demand, he's on demand breastfed. Yeah. There's a, it's, it's nonstop. So, um, the saying no, asking for help. Yeah. I read a book, I'm reading a book right now and it's, it's actually a, um, it's not a book that is like just about gathering knowledge. So I'm, I'm really excited. It's nonfiction and I've never read. You don't that. ever read I've nonfiction. Read nonfiction I know, yeah. before. Um, but it's kind of a, about a real life scenario. And in the, in the book, she visits with a priest and, and the priest says, 
Just don't forget, you're not in charge. And if you're not in charge, you can ask for help. And I was like, uh, how freeing is that? That most people think that they are in charge of everybody. Everybody. So because they're, they have put themselves in a role that they need to look after or yeah. take care of everyone. Yep. Um, they don't feel the right to ask for help. Yep. And the other thing is teach your husband mm-hmm. not to have you ask. Yes. Because I can tell you this. When your husband says, what do you need help with? It makes you want to like Slap rage him. clean yes. and then jump off a cliff. And, and it, yes. Instead, if, if teach your husband to word it like this, Hey, can I do the dishes and put uh, yeah. some clothes in the laundry for you? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever that looks like for do you. Do it yeah. and don't ask. Yeah. Because the minute that they ask is almost like you have to. Well, you have to make another decision. You have to make another decision and then you have to claim that you couldn't do it all. Yeah. And so those two things become really tough. So that's my big list. One of the things that I say all the time is that women are control freaks. Right. And that's where we get ourselves in a lot of trouble because we feel like if we delegate anything that we aren't, you know, the mom we should be, the wife we should be, you know, whatever. And and I even struggle with that sometimes with Peyton because she wants to... I'm a dominant personality, right. so I'm like, I can probably do it better and faster. Sure. Right. So, but we have to let go of that stuff, you guys, because then they don't ever learn how to do anything. I've learned that also. So every morning we vacuum. Yeah. And I have learned to just watch him not get this spot or that yeah. spot and, and just, okay. and just, and he gets better every day. And yeah. I'm like, how in the world, if I don't get patient with this process, how yeah. will I ever teach them anything? Yeah. How will they ever yeah. learn? Yeah. And, and there, you see so many kids like that, that they go out into the world and they don't know how to do anything, anything because mommy was a control freak right. and did everything. And then mommy was exhausted and yep. mommy was angry and stressed out and tired and overwhelmed. And like, my God, it and doesn't I've, have to I've be like that. I've also been guilty of gatekeeping motherhood a little bit too, where well, it's so Alex precious. wants to do some of the tasks and yeah. he wants to be... And, and so there for several months in the beginning of me trying to learn how to breastfeed and yeah. take care of this baby, I was just, no, let me do it. Let me do it. Yeah. And so, you know, in a way that I didn't mean to, yeah. I cut him out of a lot of this stuff. Yeah. What time does he need to be fed? And, and you know, cutting him out of that stuff yeah. so that I could be dramatic later about I did everything. Yeah. And instead of playing that victim role and allowing him to be a part of each step so yeah. that he had more knowledge, even if he didn't do it my way, was really hard for me to do. Yeah. But I, we've gotten there. You know, oh yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, right now, he's, yeah. I'm like, he's we're good. like, we're going to go record. Yeah. They're like, we're getting on the tractor. And yeah. you know, like they just do their deal. And, and, um, oh shoot. What was I going to say a second ago? I lost it. It'll come back to me. Oh, when, as a mom, when you do everything and like you won't leave the house without your baby like you won't go get your hair done go get your nails done go to the grocery store whatever like how does dad ever get a chance to build that relationship and listen you guys dad is such an important role he needs to have that alone time but it's hard as a mom to it's hard and especially like you waited a long time to be a mom yes I waited it was a, a long time. You waited a long I'm, time. For reference, if you don't know, I'm 41. So I had my baby at 40. 40. Yeah. yeah. Was I 40 yet? I was 39. Oh, yeah. When he was born, you were 39. 40, he was 40 six, right after. Yeah, he yep. was five months whenever. But yeah. um, I think that I'm just now to the phase at 17 months because I feel like I'm really slow on this. But because I don't pump, it makes yeah. it a little bit harder. But I'm just now to the point where Alex stays home. Yeah. I go get my nails done. Yeah. 
and then come home. It's about, you know, we live in the country, so it's about a three-hour round trip to get this done. You got to really be committed. You got to really do this. (laughs) So it's a big big deal, and and they're able to do that easy breezy, no problem. I also know this about motherhood, and that is that the phases are regretfully and beautifully short. Yes. So any phase that you're going through, it's not going to last long. Mm -mm. Like if you're really struggling in a phase, you need to know. It's not going to last. It's going to be here and gone. And then you're going to be so sad that your baby doesn't do that one thing anymore. But that's how it goes. Every phase has been really short. Six, the six month, that gap right there was a tough one. And before I even knew it, it was over. You know, um, it does, it happens so fast and thinking about, like we were just talking last night about, um, one of our other best friends, Jesse, let her little girl send us a voice memo yeah. to say goodnight. And I just was like, it got me because yeah. that little baby voice, yeah, it's so sweet. you know, like yeah. it's so, it just goes so fast and you have to just let go of the things that are stressing you out that don't really matter yeah. and enjoy the things that you know, you're going to miss later. Like don't miss the things now that you're gonna miss later gonna miss later that you wish you had later because the parts that suck you won't remember no it's just like surgery or anything else it just is what it It is just is what it is it is what it is yeah just try not to go too high and not go too low yeah you just ride the middle little little baseline (laughs) there a little flat line um okay let's talk about our um our in our like fitness journey that we've decided to subject ourselves to a little bit because tough. it's been very interesting and eye opening and we've been in the fitness game for a very long, long time, time, a very long time. But um, our other friend Lauren was like, yep. "We should be tracking things," and I was actually the one that dug my heels in and was like, "Screw that! I'm not wearing. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing a wearable. Like I'm not." And then I was immediately like, "I'm gonna get the aura ring because she got it, and that would be yeah. really interesting to see." Yeah you know, exactly what's going on. And we started there. Yeah. And we, and we got some data and we got some data and then we leveled it up and then we leveled it up. <laughs> and I dug my heels in the longest. Like I, I waited, you guys had had the oar ring for oh yeah, months. a month. Yeah. Before, Maybe two months. Yeah. yeah. Before I got one and then I got one and I was like, okay, this is really cool. Well then the boys got whoops. Yeah. And we saw those whoops one time and we were like, hold we're on. Yeah. Or rings in the trash. We're switching. Yeah. And, uh, it's like that TikTok switching yeah. slides. <laughs> um, and it's been very eye opening, but it's also confirmed a lot of things that we already right. knew. Um, some of those things being that just because you're sweating doesn't mean you're working. Yeah. Exertion, temperature and exertion. Say what you said yeah. this the other day on your Instagram I think I story. I said exertion doesn't equal exhaustion. Yeah. Or yeah. 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 Something like that. Or effort. Effort. If, yeah. It was yeah. something like, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, the exhaustion doesn't equal effort. Yeah. So just because you're tired and hot, um, because you know, if you're like us, we're in North Texas, it's 109 today. Yeah. Um, we're going to be exhausted from heat. We're going to be sweating like yeah. crazy, Yeah. but the whoop is just tracking what that strain actually does on your body. Yeah. And it <laughs> tells you like, sorry, try harder. Try it is harder. Humbling. Yes. Very. You go lift. Let's say your strain for the day is 13. Yesterday I did, and it tracks all of the stuff. I did an ice bath. I did, um, like a two mile run. I lifted, um, I did some recovery stretching, and then I had to come in and do an old school, like, YouTube hit workout. To right here, even, even close to my strain with the baby between my legs. And it was like, you're not even close. Yeah. You're not even it close. It really, really pushes you. But it, it, it's one of those things that it opens your eyes to, like... Um, Barn chores aren't a workout. Yes. Riding my horse doesn't count as a workout. Not really. I mean, it does, but it's not, but the whoops like that counted, but, but 
you can we try harder. a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. In, in order to like strain your body to where we as humans who are meant to live in tribes and hunt for our food yep. every day, yep. if you want to actually exert your body and your heart yeah. to the point that you're supposed to and put some strain on yourself and actually push it. Um, because the, the whoop doesn't know if you're in a deficit, it doesn't yeah. know what your journey is like. It doesn't know anything. All it knows is you as a human, if you're pursuing longevity and you want all of your stuff to yeah. work like it's supposed to work, yeah. we've got to max it out every day. And I love that you just said longevity. Cause that's one of the things that I think has been the most eye opening for us mm -hmm. because we've weight trained for a long mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Um, and the longevity piece comes from your cardiovascular health, Yep, you guys. So adding the cardio in for us has been a, bi a big, big deal. a big deal. Like between Tracy and I, I know we could lift a truck. Yeah. But <laughs> no problem. But, and we like it. That's yeah. the other thing is like, well, we get high off great. of it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, so ah, awesome. I did yeah. it. like shoulder caps. Yeah. Give me more. Yes. Um, but when it comes to cardio, like I'm just not going to run anywhere. Yeah. Like, no. I, I, I don't want to run anywhere. Mm -mm. And then Tracy's got her own like, Stuff about like I ran, I did that, I don't want to do that anymore. I said I never would. Yeah. <laughs> I here we go. Never say yeah. never. Never. But like I ran a half marathon in t literally ten years ago. And then I and was how like how far is a half marathon? Thirteen point yeah, one. Yeah. Because full's twenty six yeah. And I like put my little check mark beside that little box yeah. of my life and I'm like, cool, I already did that. I'll never do it again. And then here comes the freaking whoop. And here we are. And he, yeah, and here we are. <laughs> freaking running every day. So you have to, you, there's, there's no way around the fact that in order to get your strain up, you yeah. have to do something cardiovascular. Yeah. Um, that's very, uh, strenuous. Yeah. There's no way around it. So, um, you know, between us, I think we're almost running a marathon between the friend group. Like every day. Every day. Yeah. Which so is almost running 26.2 every day. Which actually feels really cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Because there are relay marathons. Did you know is that? There? Oh, yeah. we could do that. We could. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it would take some serious convincing to get yeah. me to sign up for that. But, but yeah, there are relay marathons. That's pretty cool. But longevity, you guys, is like you've got to have your cardiovascular health and your strength training married. Yeah. Because you can be strong as a freaking ox, but if your heart can't keep up, then you're screwed. Yeah, we see it all the time. You yeah. see like cross, or not crossfitters, but um, like Olympic weightlifters yeah. or um, strongman competitions, yeah. and you see those people die of heart attacks heart a attacks. lot, or yeah. or or people that um, look thin. Yeah, look like whatever your perception of thin is. Yeah, they look a certain way, and you're right. like, oh well, they don't need to work out. I mean, we do. It with she our might horses. not be able to go run a mile. No, I bet she can't. Yeah. You know, I bet yeah. she can't because it's really hard. Yeah, it is hard. It's really, and it's, really hard. it's very much a mind screw. Yeah. Because, because you're just sitting, you're just, I'm just bored. I get just, bored. I, I could probably too. run 20 miles if you could just find something that would keep my brain hooked. Yeah. If we so, had somebody to talk to or yeah. like a, something in front of us that we could watch yeah. or something like that. Like I've tried you know? every show, but every show just bores me. I don't yeah. know. I'll, I'll get locked into something. something. I don't watch a lot yeah. of TV. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't either. But, um, okay. Let, so if you really want to like get serious about it, you need to go with the whoop. Get the whoop, whoop also yeah. will track your um, heart rate zones, which yeah. that's the part that people miss a lot. They, they're like, I walked 10,000 steps today. I'm like, cool. How high was your heart rate? Right. Because if 10,000 steps gets you to zone five. Great. That's You're great. killing it. That's great. You're killing it. And that's why you see these girls on TikTok doing 12, 330 on the treadmill. Yes. And they're losing so much weight. It's because they led a pretty sedentary lifestyle. Yep. They probably weren't out the barn all day. They yep. probably didn't do certain things. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying their heart is probably at that level where 12, 330 made a massive impact where you can do the same thing and go, yep. this isn't working for me. Why not? Yeah. Well, because 
maybe you're in better shape than you thought you were and, yeah. and you can't get your, your heart rate up to yeah. whatever, or, you know, you have to add a little more or back off. Some of our friends had to back off to stay in a different zone yeah. to, to burn in that those in the, burning zone, yeah. zone two and three. Yeah. And that's a part I think that people miss yeah. a lot is they don't take in, they think distance mm-hmm. is going to give them results, yep. distance steps, whatever. Right. And it's like, you can run short. Like one of my goals right now is to really improve my 5k time. Right. You know? And so I might be able to run just a 5k, but run it faster and really improve that burn zone. And then I'm, I'm in the gold there. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's switch gears a little bit. What about, let's talk about business because we've got a lot of dreamers and doers. Yes. The brand is like, this is the coolest story. (laughs) So like, if you guys don't know this, like Fallon used to sell the shirts off of her back at a rodeo on Facebook auctions. To make it to the next one. Yes. Right. To pay my fees for the next one. To pay her fees for the next rodeo. Yep. And now we're sitting here and this has blossomed into like, like I'm dying right now because the essentials is waiting for me in my car. I'm and I, so proud. Oh my God. I'm so proud. So like we got a lot of dreamers and doers on here. So like talk to us about business a little bit. What do you think has been like some of the hardest, coolest parts of your journey as a business owner and developing like a huge brand? Well, one, it's so surreal to just kind of hear those words because, you know, I was the girl selling the shirt off my back just to make yeah. it to the next rodeo. And then the horse started to win. And as she won and there was some superfluous funds, I was able to put those back into yeah. buying more of the shirts and doing the same. What if I had 10 of these shirts still yeah. off my back? Yeah. What if I had 20? Yeah. What if I made my own shirts? How does somebody even do that? Yeah. Um, it's interesting to me. And I, I just want to say, when I look at people and they always oh, I want to start a business. I want to Mm -hmm. do that thing. Um, Or they approach me about, you know, how do you do this or how do you do that? There's an energy exchange Mm -hmm. involved with starting a business and it requires a lot of you. Yeah. And it requires you to have a lot of skin in the game. Yeah. So if you are scared to invest on your own or you want somebody to give you the handbook and the manual of how Mm -hmm. to do it yourself and you think you're going to skip a bunch of chapters, (laughs) that's the part of the journey that will make you not successful. Yeah. If you think that there's a workaround, um, because the whole, the whole part, when you look back over anything that you do, it's less about where did I end up? Okay. This is a multi-million dollar business and now it's an offshoot onto several different brands. And there's so many different things that have come together that have made it very successful. But the person that I've been made into along the way is so much more, than what the business has grown into yeah. like me and my friends growing together and um the things i've had to learn in a leadership role yeah. and the risks that i've been required to take yeah. and now i'm craving more risk because yeah. as you take each risk you get more excited the brain craves it and yeah. wants more yeah um so in business i think my very best advice is and, and here's something back to Ed Milet, because if you guys don't follow him, go follow him. Oh, he's so great. He's such a huge part of my journey and me and Tracy as friends. And one thing that he said was, I want you to text me whenever you want. I could text him right now and I know he'd text me back. Oh yeah, immediately. Immediately text me back. Yeah. And he's a billionaire and he, he owns a bajillion businesses and he's way busier than me. But one thing he said was, anytime you have a question about something, text me. And every time that I've ever gone to text him, I'm like, Fallon, how could you solve this problem? Is this a problem for a billionaire? Yeah. Or is this a problem for Google? Yeah. Is this a problem for YouTube? 
is this going, how will asking this question make you look? I don't care about looking silly or asking a stupid question. I don't care about that. Yeah. I care about, is he the caliber of person that needs to answer this? this. Or is this a wasted token? Yeah. I've only got like, let's call it three phone a friend. Yeah. I've got three phone of friends yeah. to ask Ed Milet a question. Is this really the question? Is this what we want to use? That you want to ask Ed Milet? And so far, every time that I type a question of what do you think I should do about XYZ, I delete, 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 go to YouTube, go to Google, Boom. meditate on it, and I always get the answer that I need. That being said, if I need help, I'm going to reach out and ask for help. Yeah. But most of the time, I don't need a billionaire to answer a, how do I get my LLC? That's so good. You know, it's that's not a question so for a billionaire. People ask me horse questions all the time that are a Google away. Yeah. That's not a world champion question. Yeah. There's many things that you should ask a world champion or an NFR qualifier yeah. or a pro rodeo cowgirl. Yeah. But there's a, most of the questions are a Google and a YouTube away. Yeah. Absolutely. That you should save those questions for those big questions of how do I X, Y, Z for the really hard stuff. That, that was, yeah. that was worth the whole 32 minutes right there. <laughs> that was so good. But it's so true though, because you, and I think the more that you do that, the more you prove to yourself yep. that you do know you how to do this. You can figure this out. You do know what you're doing. And even if you don't know the answer to the question, you do know how to freaking figure it out. And if it's given to you for free, you won't value it the same. No, not at all. And I tell Peyton this all the time. I say, is this something, you know, like, um, well, how did I say this to her the other day? I said, if you don't know what your next step is, then your next step is figuring out what your next step is. Yes. When you don't know what to do, you just... That's what you figure out is what should I do? And then you go do it. And then you go do it. But but that's how you build confidence too. You know, like the more you don't know how to do something and then you figure it out on your own damn back, it's so much more valuable. That's the way to do it. You build so much more confidence. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Our kids are banging on the door. Yeah, they're banging on the door. Okay. (laughs) We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys. Thanks for being on. We'll catch you in the next episode, guys. Thanks so much for joining me here at the Energy Academy. You can find me over on Instagram at tracy.w.jones. We'll catch you in the next episode.